welcome to Polity Assured. Your home for all things based. And now your hosts. Millions Lil B and Salami Attack. And now we're streaming and recording. <laughs> so you should be able to hear all of us. Welcome everybody right. to the Quality Assured Podcast. <laughs> Uh, with the, uh, our tagline is, is where we talk about current entertainment news and break down core concepts to make better games. I am your co-host, Brian Caracazella. With me, we have Lance Williams and Mark Rodriguez. Lance, would you like to intro yourself? Hey, what's up, folks? It's your boy, Lance Williams, a.k.a. Lance Millions. I'm here. Um, happy to be here with my guys. I haven't seen them in a while, and uh, we're going to and do this oh yeah okay mark handing it off to you i okay. am uh i am uh I, i'm mark wait i want to do that again that was terrible <laughs> this is a podcast this is already going it's live, fam. It's it's live. All live. <laughs> we're live we're live let's go Sorry, we're doing it live. <laughs> i can cut I a piece if needed don't cut anything all right Lance, do the re-intro of your intro of yourself for the for the stands. Yo, check this. <laughs> Listen, this your boy Lance Millions. I'm here with my my man Lil B. Mark, we've been talking about doing this for years. Lil B put it together. Mark motivated him enough. You know we got the crazy WhatsApp. Y'all wish y'all were in our conversation because it's the illest combo on whatsapp and now we're here with the pod for y'all let's do this let's go i i don't need i don't need to follow up with that i'm just uh the salami attack across all socials reach me uh ping me on vox pop ping me on twitter twitch everything uh let's go b what are the topics fam okay what we're are we gonna... talking about today okay well we're gonna start up with a roundup so how's everyone doing this week what have we been doing what games we playing what are we, what, are we, what, uh, Lance, uh, what are you playing? Salami, go for it. Oh, what, what, what have I been playing? Um, you know, believe it or not, I've actually been enjoying, um, Immortals Phoenix Rising, uh, that Ubisoft game, PS5. Um, yes, it's, 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 it's a Zelda game. Ooh. Um, yeah, it doesn't do anything new, no, but, um, I'm enjoying the adventure aspect of it. Uh, I'm someone I always like mythology, so I, you know, don't mind. I, I mean, I actually love being in the world and whatnot. I mean, sometimes it's a little silly, uh, you know, but everything doesn't have to be serious. But I am enjoying that a lot. Um, I do have Hitman. Uh, it's still in the plastic. I haven't unwrapped it yet. And um, I thought by now I actually would have had uh, Bowser's Fury. Somehow I didn't make it to best buy yet but uh maybe we'll see after this pod is over (laughs) b what are you playing b uh i've mostly been playing hyrule warriors getting through all that stuff uh i've been going through my chores with star wars the old republic Uh, i've been enjoying that with some friends Mm -hmm. and the new season of destiny 2 came out so i've been uh toilet uh dealing with that for the most part but again, most of my time has been through Hyrule Warriors. I enjoy a lot of Dynasty Warriors spinoff games. And uh, yeah, I've just, I've tried 100% that. I've got finished the campaign and just trying to get everything else on that because there's still like post content and stuff. Okay. 
I've been personally going through a bunch of stuff on the platform. Uh, uh, no promo, but I've also been running on a backlog of 2019, 2020 games. So uh, I've also jumped into, I've, I've jumped back into, and I've been streaming uh, Snatcher for the Sega CD. So I've been running on that for uh, the past couple days. So I've been, I've been uh, hopping back and forth between Guardians of the Dino Forest and Snatcher and a little bit of Cult. Uh, which is another sort of indie game that's like a dungeon crawler, uh, uh, card-based, turn-based game uh, where you're trying to escape uh, from an evil cult from just a location. I've only gotten to the third level. It's insanely hard, but it's awesome. Nice. So that's what I've been doing. That's what I've been doing in between trying to survive the plague and uh, and uh, make sure my wife and son are fed. That's it. Yes, 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 absolutely. Shout out to all the families out there. Hell yeah, hell yeah. We have to give our families a big, big shout out. B, what's uh, what's our next uh, what's our next topics? What are we looking at today? <laughs> all right, well, since we're done with the roundup, we'll, we're gonna segue straight into current events. We're trying to bring up news that happened during this week. And try to let's talk about it. Uh, you guys have anything, or should I pull pull from the from the sheet I got here? I don't know. There's a lot of trending topics. We got a lot of people on Forbes checking out the the, the the social medias and saying, "Hey, what's going on?" and uh, and having a, a terrible opinion and viewpoint on it. A lot of lot of. Did we say curse on this? Yeah, you hey, can do sure. whatever you want, bro. It's our pod. Some, there's some <laughs> shit views out there, if I can say so. I thought we're not making enemies on some, the first some... podcast. <laughs> there, there's some, look, hey, listen, man. listen. I, there's some, there's some, there's some actors that got fired this week. Yeah. And uh, look, I, look, I'm not gonna say any names, but you <laughs> fucked up your fucking bag to fuck up the Star Wars check. I mean, you're so fucking stupid. I mean, that was definitely the first part. That was the first uh, current event I have here about uh, somebody getting we fired. <laughs> We don't need to. We don't need to name drop. We could just. We could just tell them someone famous said something bad, and it led Who? to dropping a bag. <laughs> the fuck are you getting fired from? You were about to get your own fucking show in the Star Wars universe in front of ninety-four million subs and counting. Yeah. You know, and I'm wait. Uh, we're going to talk about Wandavision, right? Uh, wow. Sure, but as a but as a uh, as a spoiler-free type of thing, I would say. Yeah, cause cause here's the thing, I'm still living with the I need to binge. So the same thing I did with Mando, I'm gonna do with Wanda, and that I'm gonna wait for the rest of the. No, no, yeah. I did the I same thing. I want to talk about it in a business context. Okay, no, okay, okay. So we we talk about that as long as we're not like I'm King Spoiler, and this is the shit I'm holding on not no, spoiling. I'm not so. Spoil anything. Okay, okay, okay. I'm not, so, yeah. I'm not gonna spoil anything. We we can talk about it from business context. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, what, yeah. So what's the what's the deal, B? What are we looking at with the Star Wars stuff? Yeah, so uh, so it looks like what, uh, one of the stars from Mandalorian has been fired amid some social media controversy, uh, as stated by the Hollywood Reporter. It, it looks like uh, uh, Disney came out with a statement saying that uh, essentially this is this is quite abhorrent and unacceptable, and uh, this person has been fired and no longer will be part of the series. Uh, I do believe that there has been an update with this person who they have got a movie deal 
with uh, some uh, political actors out there. So, uh, the dual porn? Uh, no, <laughs> no I just now they're gonna be doing a porn. Before, B, B, we, so we, we're frozen. We're frozen on the chat. I got people telling me that we're frozen. So make sure that the scenes are okay in OBS. Uh, it people... uh, looks like got... it's fi fine on my end. Okay. Uh, let, me, uh, let me check on the other. Uh, Lance, check on your check on your stream. Uh, uh, but yeah. I mean, we'll, we'll keep filling airtime here. Uh, yeah, no, it's fine. It's fine. Keep talking. Yeah, so it looks like uh, after sharing a post on social media implying that being part of a certain political party is, is like being a Jewish during a certain horrible time in life. So, uh, but to the, the follow-up, uh, another a political party uh one by who does another podcast essentially has made uh it's going to make a movie with, with this person and so it's the it. so it's the cancel wars that's what we're going with right it's the cancel wars yeah that's like something of that effect okay lance what do you think about yeah. this I think they're out of their minds, but you know, uh, yeah. Listen. yeah, I mean that, that's, that, that seems to be where we're headed with world war three, right? The, I think you mentioned it, the culture wars that, yeah. that's, that's the new civil war, world war three, you know, um, you know, which is certain irony because it's like, you know, on one hand, uh, you know, you got, oh, you know, you can't say anything, you cancel yada, yada, yada. Um, but then uh, some of the hell that this other side has unleashed, uh, you know, I mean, you know, I don't want to get too far into it. You know, at the moment, we're just getting our feet wet and I'm way too sober to be <laughs> talking about this. You know, I'm, I need, I'm, I need too, a little, I'm too lit. I'm too need, lit. You're too lit and I'm not lit enough, but you know, uh, I got you. Know, um, yeah, let's uh, be the first podcast. Let's. Let's just uh, let's transition out of that now. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm I'm ease, ease my way into all of that, but you know. Um, says the man who says, "Can I curse in the first podcast?" It, 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 look, you know, look, no one's ganging up on anybody. Don't say anything stupid. That's the bottom line, you know. I mean, uh, I think that's probably the bottom for this podcast is not saying stupid. It's it's always uh, been I, so. I, I, so for me, best. for me with this with this whole cancel culture, I know we've been talking on the chat, and um, it's it's been super. Uh, it's it's not anxiety inducing for me. I think it's more of everyone is getting hypersensitive because uh, socialization with people is a is a vital thing for humanity. So I think that anyone. Mm -hmm. Anyone that is that is uh, been as distant as we all have been in this culture now for the past eleven months, going on a year, and now anything that anyone say says is going to be taken with a hyper microscope, with a million different like uh, uh, a million different cut, death by a million paper cuts. So if you say even the slightest, you know, controversial or skirting that idea that might not be the status quo according to a large majority of one side or another uh you're gonna get canceled so my biggest thing is i hate losing i hate losing jobs right i hate people losing yeah. jobs so if you're if you're gonna say something i would never say anything remotely close to anything that 
this person said online, much less in my personal life, because one, I don't believe that. And two, it's like any other, like if I was working at McDonald's, I wouldn't say this shit either. Like you just, there's some things that you just don't say because you know, it's not for fear of retribution of you're going to lose your job. It's just, you don't want to, you don't want to appear like an asshole. You just don't want to be that. that. Don't yeah, be that you person. Don't invite that. Yeah. Don't, yeah. Don't be that person and you'll avoid a lot of problems. So that, that that's just my main two cents about the whole, the whole there, deal. There were probably a hundred other million thousand comparisons that could have been made outside of what she chose to use. You yeah. know, which like you said, it was going to invite controversy and yeah. I mean, the reality is uh, apparently she has she had said a number of things that you know have bothered people, you know, various degrees or whatever. And I imagine she was probably warned about that. You know, like your feelings, hundred oh, percent, Disney. You know, keep them to yourself. Sometimes, you know, every, you don't have to wear everything on your sleeve. Like, what what's the value in? letting everyone know how you think but you know some people like you know they want to know you know like look you know at the end of the day at the at the end of the day in terms of that show and her character she's not going to be missed the, the, or rather <laughs> the character is not going to be missed, you know like b what do you what do you think about so we had this because discussion offline but what b what is your take on that character specifically because i know lance is like it's not gonna be missed. You know, I know that it's not gonna. It's like I, dry toast in this situation. You had a different take. Well, the, the the issue for me is like you gotta understand the cast of characters at this moment. Uh, I mean, we do have uh, the new uh, the other Mandalorians coming into the picture. They're they're setting themselves up, but she's she's essentially been there since like season one, and like she's been part of like the core cast, and like she's been doing her thing, and. I've grown. She loves, I, I've, the, she loves Mando. She loves the armor. Yeah, you see so, how she checking him out sometimes. Yeah, so <laughs> so to me, it's just like again, it's just a character that I, I've seen through the series, and I, it as uh as like a character profile. I mean, like again, I'm not saying that the actress is, uh, actress of the year or anything of that nature, but I'm saying more like as a character caricature in the series and as part of the group she's she seemed to cement herself within that and mm. i so seeing her step uh, pretty much getting out of that role maybe even nixing the character entirely i'm afraid that like it's going to cause some some bad dynamics not necessarily like it's the, the show is going to go on it's mandalorian and baby yoda so that's their show but i'm saying it's like having these colorful cast of characters yeah, grow, uh, grow, bro. Get put some respect on his name. You better put some respect on it. Okay, Grogu, but what Grogu. I'm saying is like again, like for I would say just for like uh, for strong female actors. I, I again from from my perspective, I, I having her there being a like having the profile of like this strong soldier who essentially has like this tormented past and being that who she has to be. Uh, within the scope of the universe is definitely going to come with its own problems and mm. 
I feel like having her with the background and all that type of stuff just tied together to like, okay, this character I would be interested in seeing and seeing more okay. of. Okay, that, that, that's, yeah, that's but fair. So, so let me so ask here, you, go, 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 Lance, go. I'm sorry, yeah. Uh, no, so, so why not recast her? No, uh, so wait, 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 wait. What do you think is the storyline? That's the thing. Because it's not about recast at this moment because we've already right. passed that. What is, what, a B, what is the... In your mind, what where do they go storyline wise? I mean, you, she's gonna enjoy this character, and you said she had depth. I thought she had she had the she had the kiddie pool amount of depth in terms of character creation. But like, I, what is your what? Where do you where do you write this? I mean, as uh, as we have stream chat, I have stream chat on the uh, the other other window. Uh, I would agree with Afro Gundam here. I think she's just gonna die off screen. I think it's just gonna the season three is just gonna open to like a battle in progress and then she's just gonna she's just gonna have some voice lines and just die off screen so it's just gonna really they're really just going to and it's not necessarily disney's fault or mandalorian's fault or anything like that it's just like they have to cut ties early and they're not going to give her more screen time so whatever they recorded or have at the in the bank they're just going to nix hey, it that way l where you how you think they're gonna write this off I, cause I, cause I'm on the opposite spectrum of B. What do you think? How are they gonna, how are they gonna fix this? Cause you, you, you are an insider. How do you think they do this? Where's uh, Lance? I, I see him. Oh, oh, me? Yeah, he's asking yeah, you uh, how you see the, how you see the season uh, cutting her out. Oh, um. I, I I think they will look to recast the role because I do mm. think um I think that they were kind of trying to lean somewhere with you know a, a survivor of Alderaan mm -hmm. you know or someone from Alderaan Alderaan is gone you know in the galaxy because obviously the first Death Star blew it up um and uh you know the, the fact that when she came in on season two she was now what was she a sheriff i think or yeah, something no, like that. Was, yeah carl weathers was the the sort of like governor and then she was the yeah. she was like the law of the land yeah, yeah I, I i i go ahead b oh no i was like uh uh on uh with stream on the side yeah i think they're just going to uh I, like it would be a recast but with a different character like they're just going to take what they were going to do for this character and push it onto another one maybe a new one or pull those bits and pieces to other existing characters you think the character well let me let me tell you something see because it's star wars and lucasfilm they but she better be careful that them previous seasons they don't just put her the new person's face over her performance it's true yeah they could do I something to that so effect Here's my, here's now my. That look crazy. Yeah, I think we should, now, we I'm should. Not saying, I'm not, I'm I not think saying we. I condone that, but they, they took the original Darth Vader dude and subbed Hayden in. Yeah, sure. Yeah. I, so, I say, I say we should. Yeah, I, I said it with this last point here, and then move on. Uh, yeah. I think we, we've hold this, we hold this conversation. So, Mark, you got the last my, word. My last, my last point is this. I think they're just gonna completely ignore it. That's my, I think they, the season three, uh, there is no adventure that surrounds them going back to that place. Carl Weathers meets them in another spot and you never hear of this character ever again. That's how I think that Lucasfilm is going to handle this. 
That's, I'm Babe Ruth in that shit right now. You ain't never going to hear about this person ever again. That's my, that's it. <laughs> All right. Yeah. And then uh, one last thing to add, uh, just from just a, just a general perspective. When you throw things online, when you tweet something, when you go on Facebook, if you go on any place that you, when you publicly make a statement, you got to understand everyone's looking at that statement, regardless of how small or how big, like even this podcast, this is going to be public. These are, will be our statements on yep. whatever is going to happen. So know yep. that the internet will know everything. It's for, it's, and, and, and it's forever. <laughs> so to, to me, you got to understand when people say like, like her, her losing her job, you got to understand she equivalently, if there was no social media, she equivalently went to the town square with a microphone and just blurted to everyone. She made a public statement. So she has to understand when you make a public statement, working for a company, uh, you are essentially their representative. So you have to play by their rules. Regardless, yeah. it's their rules. I like that, B. I like the I like the transition. What do we got next, Wait, man? So, what do we so, got next? So, oh, let's... That- since that's the case, uh, can we do that segment over so I can clean up what I just said? <laughs> Let's play it again. <laughs> okay, on to the next uh, uh, next one. I have a few here. Uh, I mean, I think I think we I think we still want to segue into one division because I feel yeah, like uh, we're Lance safe, we're wants safe. to talk about be, that. Lance, I want Lance, I want to hear your business perspective for Wanda. What happened with that? Again, we're gonna try um, to keep it spoiler free as possible. Yeah, you know, yeah, Wanda yeah. It, this, this, yeah, this. All thing we can pull uh, from is trailers and stuff. That let, Mark, let me ask: what, what, what do you know or have you heard? No, I know the. I so I know the context of the the entire storyline from the comic, transitioning into this new world where it's post Age of Ultron, and that's it. That's literally okay. it. I'm going in with it scot-free. So I know the comic storylines, but they don't really overlap. It's more of um, this is a new venture. So for me, I'm taking it from the perspective I'm seeing it as a show, like knowing the Marvel Universe from the books and not knowing what they're taking it post-Ultron. Uh, so, sorry, post-Endgame. Uh, yeah, post I, I knew it. Yeah, I knew it. Post-Endgame. So that's, I, I, that's where um, I'm coming from. And I would say, like, if we want to, if we want to talk about the comics, we can use them as like vague you can, jumping you can, off yeah, points. Yeah, because I'm yeah. not gonna be spoiled by the comics, but because because they're gonna take it, they're not gonna take it beat by beat. They're just going to pull that, from what that. Yeah. So what, actually, what what were you saying? You you mentioned some early business wise because I know there might be some people that want to be like, oh, what is he talking about business wise and stuff? Yeah. Um. So th- there there's a discussion around the show that. You know, some say it's too slow. Hmm. That um, you know, then and what I would say to that is that uh, I think for me, especially for me, and you know, I say this realizing that not everybody's like me. You know, super, you know, nerdy or whatever. You know, collecting comic books every week. They hmm. like perfectly translated the experience of. The weekly comic book and you know and you know they didn't reinvent that it's not like they invented something new for tv they went back to the way tv used to be like i respect you mark you said you want to binge you want to see it all at once uh, well it's not binge like the whole night long but i'll probably do it like two three days rather than eight weeks you know what i mean or 12 weeks yeah 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 let me, 
let me tell you something. I, I I saw something and I posted it. The villain of that show is when it ends every week because they've mastered just giving you enough and the cliffhanger and it's like, oh, it's over. I gotta wait till next week. Like, you know, okay. damn. It's, like, ki- it's kind of short, it's yeah. Lance, you break. 130 minutes. Yeah. You know, and then there's a joke that the credits are, sorry, sorry. Then there's a joke that the credits are like eight minutes long or whatever, so it's really like 22 minutes or whatever. Yeah. Um, but I think they're, they've really struck a good balance of, uh, you know, doing the episodic weekly storytelling yeah. and also realizing that they are building a lot of things that probably, there are probably some things that'll make more sense as more TV series or movies come out. So um, I applaud them for what they're doing. And apparently I just read, uh, I guess, according to some stat, it's like the number one TV show in the world right now, you know? So, hmm. you know, good, good job. You know, Marvel, Kevin Feige, they seem to have the real drugs over there um, compared to, you know, I mean, God, these guys waiting for the Snyder cut. I can't wait for the Snyder cut thing to be over, you know, like. I, yeah, I get that. Yeah, I would say uh, I would say for people who have not seen the show, it's definitely it's definitely become a show to see how business uh, the business side has developed. Because as as the sh- I feel like as the show progresses, you you feel like it's going from one era for like the previous era of like Avengers and all that type of stuff, and now Disney pulling in these new properties and stuff, and they're introducing it through through the show so it's like it feels like we're transitioning from one era to another mm. just from the characters and the development and knowing that i feel i feel super lost so i had a pod early on with with, with mike flyzak the super nintendad's podcast shout out right. to them another pod just another plug from you <laughs> so there's another pl- i'm plugging everything so uh they were trying to get deep into wanda they they skirted the lines with me um and I was uh, I was grateful because I've I'm, I, I've been lucky. You guys know me from years of working with me. I'm like spoiler king, mm-hmm. and pandemic has sort sort of reverted that in me. In that I'm I'm so busy with doing other things for work. I don't want to get spoiled with the content that I want to binge totally on or understand. want to absorb. That's understandable. Yeah. So it, it it's a different thing altogether. But um yeah I I mean I, I'm I'm ready for. This to be if you're Lance, so it's twenty. Let's let's be real. It's twenty minutes worth of content. So you split it between what? They got ten apps or eight apps? Apparently, it's gonna be nine. Yeah. Um, mm. the first three episodes were like twenty minutes. All so right. it's gonna so it's gonna um, be so it's gonna be like a uh, uh, a Sunday afternoon, like five to well, ten. You know, well, that's I... the th- apparently, apparently the last three episodes are like an hour or so. Hmm. So oh, they, I didn't know that. They, 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 yeah, they've said that they will alter the length where appropriate. Um, I've read that the last three are like an hour. I've read the last three are like the action movie episodes, and and you know, the, yeah, you'll you'll just see. You know, okay. I mean, it's hard to describe it without getting into spoiler and I'm not going to get into spoilers and whatnot, but what I will say, um, I think a good comparison is, uh, are you familiar with the old, or at least the concept of the old Flash Gordon? Yeah, um, yeah, 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 yeah. Like TV the ser- sort of serial. Like, the black, serial. like it was, like, 
right right it, it's kind of close to that like it's definitely not and i don't mean to disrespect it because i enjoyed it it's definitely not she agents of shield and i know agents of shield eventually found its footing and whatnot but it's like the the money they can throw with this is just you know there's there's no comparison i mean you, you saw a mandalorian like you know if you're some of these other shows out here if you're not coming with that kind of budget, you know, like it doesn't look good now, you know, like the bar is definitely raised in a way, you know? Yeah, I would Me. definitely, I would definitely say, uh, I, I think from your perspective, Mark, it's, it's, uh, binge watching it all at once. I understand that, but, to, but I, I guess from, from my perspective, I do enjoy being in the chat in respects to like, what is going to happen yeah. next? It's the game. It's like every show. Like I, I, I always like the idea of Netflix giving me like the entire season, so like I could just watch what I want and like enjoy it and all that type of stuff. But then I've slowly realized is that I don't have time to watch an entire season, so mm. like that just throws me off to doing that entire thing. But having like an episode every week, uh, I could be part of these conversations where people are like, "What's gonna happen next? Who's who's yeah. gonna be here? Who's gonna be there?" So yeah. I think, I know like TV had built this entire like monopoly of th this idea of just like every week uh, having a new episode and like every episode I feel like now and it's going to be hard to get out of is just like they always build towards the next episode. So like having an entire season and just be like, oh, oh that, sh that, that thing just happened. I'll just watch the next episode and see what happens. Mm. But having like wait till next week, I'm, I'm now just sitting here like you get more hours of content out of the show when you have to wait for the next one. Because now yeah. me and Lance are just like coming with theories of like, what do these mean? And it's just like, yeah, the, the, just keep the going. conversations are, yeah, the conversations are definitely like we're, some will carry you to Wednesday. And then next thing you know, we're almost to the point where the next one's coming on. Like, do you, I, do I you? mean, I've seen some really wild theories, like, you know, do you think that that okay so here here's like a tangential question do you think yeah, that sure. the the era of binge is over now because i did so hbo is holding on strong they're like the dudes that like always want to have a weekly sort of tune in and check things out but now because of the pandemic they've had to sort of switch their gears with releasing their movies on the like um you know, uh, in theater and, you know, day and date with theater and VOD, right? So do we yeah. think, we've, we've all worked for, we work for BAM Tech together, we work for uh, 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 baseball, we work for, we did HBO contracts, we did uh, Disney Plus early, Disney Plus stuff. What do, what do we think now the difference is between uh, uh, Netflix style binge watching and Amazon style binge watching and the weekly? Do we think that the weekly's coming back or because I because I personally waited on watching Watchmen, so I binged Watchmen. Mm -hmm. I and, I, and I, it was very tough to be spoiler free on that. I binged um, uh, Lovecraft, Lovecraft Country, Lovecraft. I, I binged that as well. Uh, so what do we think? Uh, B, you first. What do you think the, the the shifting if there is happening? What what is you were talking a, a little while about you know you guys have, want to be in a conversation but what do you think is happening now with the trends is I, it i say it's two different heavy or 
I no, I I honestly think it's just two different audiences by this point. Because like having having the binge allows for more of a cohesive like entire story to itself, and there are plenty of shows that lean into that. So like having an entire season already done and developed, like they lead into like you want to watch the next episode, you just want to keep going, and like because there's a story being played out, and I think those really work well. I, I don't think necessarily in a pandemic, but I would say like if you're watching, if you have multiple people watching it together, I feel like having that binge watching is great. So like for couples, families, or like group get togethers, binge watching is great because you just, everyone's there, everyone's having the conversation and everyone's enjoying it. But I feel like for like these national ones where you're, where you are not necessarily with people at a time, having uh, these weekly episodes allow for like, these conversations to develop and i've and again i think there are shows catered to the binge watching and there are shows catered to uh next week's episodes and i think each show needs to know which audience it's trying to go for so it's like if you go for netflix that's the binge so you've got to make the binge there but i know netflix has uh a weekly shows before and weekly stuff to that nature so i'm saying it's like you got to figure out which what are your audience is looking for and cater to that Lance, what do you think is happening with the new culture? Yeah, yeah, that, that's that's good. I'm, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, no. I was just no, asking. I was. Just, I, what, I, what, are your, what are your thoughts? To that in a way that. Well, uh, I think I think that model will have to remain flexible, and you know, because you guys, everyone here knows how to uh, meal is made in the kitchen. We also know that they're. Quite honestly, their business decisions that motivate that. I mean, let's let's be honest. In Disney's case, they're not going to dump everything at once because they are a new service and they're, they're trying to build their sub numbers up. Yeah. You know, they're trying to get to the next, you know, amount of subs. So they can't afford to put a WandaVision out all at once. You know, they got to keep you there each week and... You know, I'm saying this uh, tongue-in-cheek. It's diabolical this mm. year because they've already said that we're going to have weekly Marvel content pretty much throughout the entire 2021. Because when this is over, Falcon and Winter Soldier comes out weekly. When Falcon and Winter Soldier ends, that could lead to now Black Widow in the theaters or um, back on the service like Loki. When Loki's over, that's going to segue into the What If animated series mm. or Shang-Chi in the theaters, you know, and then that'll take us into the fall where presumably um, we'll have Hawkeye, we'll have Ms. Marvel, you know, like th th their 2021 is, is Marvel after Marvel took a year off, you know, after Endgame, you know, because of pandemic, obviously, and everything got wiped out in theaters. I think even a larger question, uh, especially in terms of Disney, is um, when do we get to that point where they have enough of these shows where it's not even that when one ends, another starts, but these shows are airing concurrently. Hmm. And then, you know, Boba Fett is coming in December. You don't you know think it's, I mean? you don't so think when, it's, bro, you're hitting me, you're hitting me with like so many like haymakers, bro. This is like, this is like, <laughs> hay, this is like haymaker content. You don't That's think what we're here for? Yeah, That's what we're here but you think you don't you know? think you don't think it's over? They, I've been hearing that it's overkill, bro. 
Like I, so, so here's the thing. I got to take things piecemeal now, right? So I got to go, if I'm going to go, we're, we're in, I spoke about it this morning. We're in the new sub wars, right? We got Paramount Plus coming out. We already knew when we yep. were building out Disney Plus, there was going to be a whole nother shenanigans about that. They got uh, yep. CBS Showtime, their their back end systems. We got uh, what else? Pe- Peacock. Prime, Peacock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're in this new the OG Netflix, of... HBO Max. Yeah. Yeah. So so so, when does when does when do we say enough is enough, or when is it too much a la carte? Because at this point now, we we could talk about models like okay, binge versus weekly. But then at, at some point, everyone ends up binging anyway because it's just too much. It's just too much bubble. You know, you, you just you just railed yeah. off like six months of things. Why don't I just wait till December and just like wait till my- I, 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 it, yeah. It's Sorry. only going it, it, to... It, it's, you know, you know, look, you know the expression uh, game console is only as good as the games that you can play on it. You know, okay. and it, it's 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 gonna come down to the content. How good is the content? If it's good, you know, companies can afford to do certain things. If mm. it's not, then you know, then they'll go by the wayside. You know, and we can't even you know we can't even have this conversation. Hmm. What? So are we? Uh, what do you want to do? in. Warner right. Brothers' decision. To... No, uh, no, we can move on. Yeah. No, 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 no. Uh, you cut, you cut off for a split second there. And again, this is all going to be, this is all going to be interesting to to set up. But yeah, yeah. you cut off a little bit, uh, Lance. It was, it, it sounded like you cut yourself off. Yeah, you know what it is. Um, I apologize, fellas. Um, you know, I'm when we do this again, I'm gonna go upstairs and hardwire in. I'm in like the furthest spot for the wi-fi it's, it's terrible, fine it's, yeah, it's no, first it's, podcast it's, it's, it's yeah. a first pod so it's fine we're, we're maintaining a steady six or seven f- folks in here uh we'll try and get more next week we didn't really announce anything once we announce something we're gonna have like 15 16 folks yeah yeah, yeah. but like, this is gonna just be a podcast and we'll, we'll try to send those through socials and stuff but yeah again first podcast we'll see where this goes and see how much how much uh oh, we, we got with. a guest we got a guest appearance here Hey. Oh. Our, our, our first guest appearance, Logan. <laughs> Big Logan in the house. How's it going, brother? <laughs> my boys, this salami attack, and that's a little B. The base lord. How are we doing, Logan? How are you feeling? How are you? I, I Good. Cool. You got. I got your friend. I got your friend Arlo over here. Your friend Arlo's upstairs. He's gonna take a shower. He's got to take a shower and go to sleep pretty soon. <laughs> right? Right. Yeah. What do you have? What do you have? He likes oh. these little uh, candy the eggs. eggs the little eggs, yeah. <laughs> it has boy in it, so. yeah. Look, we got our first guest appearance. I like yeah. it. I like it. I like it. It won't uh, be the last. <laughs> okay, I think we have. I think we have time for either we uh, either go for one more current event into the the last segment, or we just go straight into the last segment. What are you guys we, feeling? We, what do you, I don't know. Just throw the, the, the. I'm seeing the listing of current events. I don't want to talk about no Borderlands movie because that's hot trash. It's gonna be hot trash anyway. Let's, yeah, let, let's uh, you know. All right, let's. I mean, you know. Oh, we'll come up with more stuff. Uh, I, I think next week once we all can collect together about it. So yeah. let's go. A lot, of, a lot of video game adaptations apparently. You know, I, ju- I just saw something about Twisted Metal 
um, you know. Oh no. <laughs> it's gonna be interesting. All right, so yeah, I think Mackie and someone else. I forgot the other guy's name. So, but but another day, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, I say we'll let's go into the last segment. This is something that uh, I was trying to pine on and essentially get essentially this podcast together for essentially this segment because I do enjoy talking about game mechanics. So okay, uh, the the last part of the segment will be essentially a game mechanic segment. We'll feature, uh, we'll bring up a topic or a feature or mechanic within games today, and we'll try to digest it for people in the audience uh, and essentially figure out what's good about it, what's bad about it, uh, find some good examples, and then uh, and then we'll discuss each answer. And then uh, hopefully at the end we'll ex- uh, throw uh, people out examples of like, hey, check this out, and then get your own thoughts and feelings on it. And we'll see about that. So I say first topic, we'll start with uh, the thing we all, uh, all three of us know the most is quality assurance. Oh, yeah. And so (laughs) to give a good discussion about that and start off. So what exactly is quality assurance? Uh, I mean, the name kind of like kind of gives it to it, but it's essentially a a group of people who have to come together, uh, essentially look at the final project and uh, or essentially along the way and essentially find problems find issues with the builds and make sure that the everything is working exactly as uh the producer or uh the publisher wants to see it and we essentially are the the last line of defense in respect to uh Mm -hmm. before any game would come out so hopefully sometimes we have last say of exactly like this day looks terrible we need to fix it or we're just there to, uh, we're just there as like a highlighter where it's like, okay, this guy has an opinion, we don't care, we're gonna send this out. Or we're also there as the punching bag for all of developers and executive producers to just rag on. Absolutely. Yup. Let's let's be real. <laughs> I, I mean, well, the best example is what just happened a few months ago with Cyberpunk. Well, who were the first people that were blamed for all of that? Exactly. Did, did anyone did anyone QA this game? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so so like I have I have like a very minimum experience with gaming community. Uh, I've essentially I've moved into the entertainment business, but I think Mark and Lance have some uh, other Ooh, cues. Flex. Big uh, flex. I would say for, uh, I would flex. say for you guys, I have much more experience in respect to uh, what exactly the QA, uh, how QA has flex. changed over companies and stuff. So uh, I would say. Uh, which one do you guys want to start first? Of like, how would you say QA is in respect to companies? Al, you got you're the senior. You're the senior. I gotta let you, I gotta bow to your 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 uh, uh, knowledge. I can't talk about. Uh, it. Never, never. We're all listen. We're all in this together. Um, I, I don't necessarily want to flex. You know, uh, I, let me put it like that. I was initially as someone else like B said who made a transition from video game QA to, you know, streaming QA. I was surprised at how similar it was, you know, in a sense, um, in terms of, uh, I guess, process. Um, but also at the same time, uh, just there there were a lot of things I felt like in, uh, hold on, I gotta open this for Logan. There were a lot of things that I felt were better in gaming because I think it had been around longer than some of, uh, you know what we saw on like streaming you know streaming entertainment you know well at least uh i don't want to get specific um you know it's yeah, yeah, yeah. Pie. 
you know, per se. Because um, I don't want to act like I'm, you know, taking No big flex. No big flex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, you know. Oh, oh what it? Mark, continue. Okay. You're, you're breaking up a little bit. You're breaking Mark. up a little bit. You're breaking up a little bit. Go, go ahead, Lance. Yeah. We can hear you uh, now. We can hear you. I, I, I'll pass the baton. I need to get my uh, thoughts together on that. And then, yeah, I see what's going on on my end. Sorry. It's fine. So, so, so here, here's uh, my, my two cents. We are the consumers before the consumers. It's always been that we're the last line of defense and we're the first ones to be as... Um, big of an advocate to make sure that everything is handled accordingly and making sure that we're pushing back as hard as possible with the powers that are given to us in whatever division you are in so it depends on company to company it depends on if you're outsourced or it depends on if you're internal um internal mostly means that you are trusted by the producers developers in-house executives external is you're just used to throw bodies at bugs so try and find holes in walls and problems with clipping or problems with uh, uh, uh you know uh, game mechanics what i think quality assurance is is it's uh, um, an underserved and underrecognized talent and community um they're they're unrecognized for the amount of uh flack that they're given uh, Lance uh, pointedly put it with uh, cyberpunk, but that was a whole rigmarole that we could go into in a secondary podcast. But what I want um, to say to 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 pu- push my point is there there is no uh, there is no person that is more invested in the benefit and the and the and the actual uh, wantingness to have the 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 quality of the product to be enjoyed by as many people as the quality assurance division of every yep. single company that exists on the planet. So what, what we need true. to, what we need to uh, really push forward is, um, I don't know if we want to talk about unionization or all this other stuff, stuff, but there needs to be a collective effort to, I, 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 I just finished the, the Judas and the, and the black Messiah. So I'm a little bit uh, hyped up, but we need we need to have some sort of system where the, the people that are underserved and underrecognized have a little bit more voice and a little bit more say in the logistics of what happened for decision making so that they can have some sort of veto power uh, to be able to halt something. We all know that business is business and business needs to be done properly. Uh, but most of the time, executives are making improper decisions based off of just consumer uh, 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 want and consumer desire and consumer speaking. So they they speak without they, they speak without uh, being conscious and actually communicating with the quality assurance divisions. So um, with that said, final two points. Appreciate all your quality assurance people and have respect for what they're bringing. They just they're just not you know raising red flags for no reason. They're making sure that your product is going to be the best that it can be and you don't get uh your bottom line cut at the end of the fiscal that's it and that's uh, that is understandable uh and i i, I think for the most part oh let's go i'm sorry uh to hop back in um because someone that uh it, it it's always been surprising to see how much now um the social media 
Ah, I lost him. <laughs> oh. You know, just uh, like run, I come run, from an run era that back. where run, run, that, run, that, run, that whole, run that whole sentence back. I, 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 no, I was saying uh, it's it's just it's always surprising to see how much the social media component plays in how quality assurance is perceived. Am I breaking up? No, no, you're, oh, good, you're good, good. You're good. You're good. All right. Um, and, and also because I, I definitely uh, as long as I've been in QA, like. You know, we're talking about before consoles were connected. Like when we got a product out, it had to be clean, right? It had to be clean because there was no way it was going to get patched, you know, a week later or whatever. So we had to nail it in the first shot, you know, um, compared to now, you know, I, I can imagine how these conversations go, you know, again, not to pick on cyberpunk, but like a cyberpunk, you know, well, you know, we know it has problems. We'll just patch it. You know, and then next thing you know, the game comes out, millions of people are buying it and they probably found bugs. And I'm talking about consumers that not only were found in QA, but bugs that they had never even seen before, you know, or the Avengers game, like, you know, the way that went and whatnot, you know, and then next thing you know, there's a whole conversation on social media. Was the game QA? What's going on? Um, I used to feel like a lot of times that some companies would release inferior product because it ended up becoming part of their marketing. I'm looking at you, Bethesda, you know, for <laughs> dropping, you know, some of uh, some of your product, you know, damn well, some of them products that need to be out, you know, when they were, you know, but it's like, hey, look at this weird bug. And then next thing you know, there's like a whole week showing uh, something crazy going on in Skyrim that, you know, I mean, come on, obviously someone saw this, right? They put yeah. this out like this. So anyway. Yeah. Yeah, I would say in conclusion that if, if, if the question is, has this ever been QA'd, uh, it, it has. And I think yeah. for the most part, uh, everything has been QA'd, something has been seen uh, probably once, probably not a hundred times. The, the issue is with QA is that if you find something, you have to find it like 10 times before, before someone will actually try to fix it. If it's yeah. found once and never found again, we essentially chalk it up to some random thing and hopefully we don't see it again. Yeah. Uh, but I would say if we, uh, if, because uh, we were talking about cyberpunk and stuff, uh, I, I think in this segment we should like try to, try to get the heroes out in respects to like who does great QA, uh, for games and stuff and who essentially oh. has, knows what the hell they're doing. Uh, I say like the, I think the, the person at the top and it's always, and it's always been just because they, they know what they need to do. Uh, they they know their product needs to be good from day one, and I think that has to be first party Nintendo games. Mm. Uh, I think I, I I would say I would the Super Mario. I would say Super Mario Odyssey. Any of uh, any of the Super Mario series from day one. I mean, there are there are like speedrunners who essentially find glitches and stuff, but for the normal consumer, they're they're top notch. They don't. Yeah. They have the money. They have the capital. They have the patience. They have the time to essentially know that like when a good product's good, when a good product's bad, and they will spend the time to make sure things are properly tested, vetted mm -hmm. before the consumer ever sees it. That's a good. That's a good. Uh, that that's a very good division to talk about. That's a. That, uh, Lance, do you do you who who are the other heroes that you could say? I mean, we work for. We work for some of the bigs and we know we had to cut corners on some areas because we had to ship but who are the who for for the past let's say you've been out of the game stuff now for the past five six years 
what uh, what uh what um what are some of the heroes that you've been encountering uh uh from studios or from you know first parties well you know i'm a little biased so i'm always going to say rockstar games because you know <laughs> we know a lot of those people for as big as those games are and uh, i'm not saying that they don't have some issues but you know you're talking about uh open world and how large some of these games are it's not like you turn the game on and they're just these crazy glitches all over the place yeah um dildos so everywhere but you know uh outside of that i i really have found that i like rocksteady you know like the batman games that they've put out um they tend to be very clean um don't run into any issues um you know uh I, I can navigate the menus clear um you know they they usually always do a good job i'm really like their work um and such um uh oh and I'll, also right up there with nintendo i would say square i mean i think they're another one they hold themselves um to a high standard um pretty clean game you know a final fantasy remake uh for uh, all the attention that that game was gonna have definitely clean good experience wasn't crashing you know that, that annoys me when i play games and you know my console just shuts down i don't recall that happening with final fantasy um the remake so those are those are three that i would like to shout out so we we so far shouted out a uk company and three Japanese companies. Um, yeah. I don't know who I don't know who else is doing it better. Uh, Square's decent, Nintendo's decent. Uh, Sega really hasn't put out anything that's Bethesda. So let's let's go into the. Let's oh, go hold on! The... I got I got one more I got one more good one since okay, you said you okay. because you said UK and then uh, we say a, a Japanese company and stuff. Well, yeah, you uh, said Rock Rocksteady's in the UK too. So yeah, yeah. yeah. So I would say if we want to go for uh, American first party, uh, and this is definitely something Let's and I did enjoy the most of from last year. Uh, the developers for the developers <laughs> of Ghost of Tsushima, Sucker okay, Punch Productions. Yeah okay i think for the most part they have a good track record like if i'm a second son even though again being a launch title still worked fairly well and the infamous series all looked pretty great i don't think i've ever had any truly uh kneecapping problems where essentially like i've been taking out of the uh, out of the joint and just like and like they had the side cooper series uh i don't think anyone has ever really like got up in arms about how bad those games were developed so i feel like sucker punch in itself uh, is a good company to pull from and uh, i would say as a as a small footnote a footnote in regards to the topic of quality assurance the the core principle of quality assurance is to take what is there and essentially make it playable for the consumers and we we as qa don't really have the clout or this uh essentially the we don't get to have the say in respects to what is fun and what isn't fun. What we do is to make sure what is or isn't fun works. So mm -hmm. if you if you see something like again we brought up okay. Avengers, we brought up Avengers and like how like there are bugs in that, but there there are problems with its own design and mechanics that essentially stop making it fun. And we can't Q8 doesn't have the say there. Well, we we could bring it up. And then they could talk about it, but that's at a completely different different division. QA at the end of it all is to make sure 
if you could get to point A to point B without the system feeling like it's going to explode. Mm. Okay. That, that's interesting because Mark and I may have a different perspective on that because of our time at Rockstar and what I, yeah. we was allowed to do. We, yeah, so there's there's also divisions. So so correct me if I'm wrong, Lance, but I think that the flexibility I think the flexibility of certain dev teams uh in allowing QA to have that sort of uh consumer before the consumer freedom um makes for the better games. Yeah. So if you That's so if you're gonna if you're gonna have a crew, if you're gonna have a crew of soldiers uh, if you can have a crew of sergeants or like just just mainstays that are there that are putting their souls into the titles i think that's yeah. what translates into what makes a rockstar game a rockstar game what makes a a, a nintendo game a nintendo game because i've dealt with i dealt with uh, the some of the people that were qa people for nintendo that moved on to capcom and they say the same thing in japan yeah. it's all it's all a structure so they had they some the souls of the producers and the designers and the artists and the programmers are in that just as much as QA. But the secret sauce here is whether or not QA is going to be able to take what is being seen in trends and being seen in uh, uh, requests from the community and incorporating that into their bug reporting in so that it can be placed into game mechanics that's what yeah. is faltering from i think a lot of these studios now a lot of these studios don't have the 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 gusto or I, I, at this point the 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 balls to take that risk it's formulaic so you get a call of duty you're gonna get the same call of duty you're gonna get the same yep. madden yep. you're gonna get the same uh, at this point you're gonna get the same battlefront the same star wars yeah. stuff. Assassin's creed pretty yeah, much yeah ask creed ask creed is vikings and next is gonna be ninjas so it's gonna play like sekiro so you're gonna get stuff that's a little bit biting off of people but it's not really uh sh shifting any sort of paradigm in the way that uh i think honestly i don't want like lance said we don't want to stand too much for rockstar but there's no pinnacle more than red dead redemption 2. at this point that's going to be the Great. next that's going to be the that's going to be the, the the top line you got to reach this point of gaming for the next at least eight years for any any of the next gens or current gens and any of the next gens that come after that you have to hit that sort of storytelling beats online multiplayer uh uh, uh immersive storytelling uh, uh there's a shit ton of bugs but they're they don't hamper the experience on that on that game on that piece of content the way that any other studio can be able to do it so i i feel that way what do you think lance no i i agree with uh what you're saying there um i, I definitely couldn't say it any better you know that's understandable uh i think uh let's go on to the next segments because we're definitely we're definitely hitting about to hit the hour mark here uh so we definitely touched base a lot of like things of people games that with terrible qa problem problems uh so uh so so we we talked about cyberpunk we talked about like the what exactly it's like a lot of bugs a lot of, uh broken problems and broken promises uh, I would say another one. I would say I would say the best one that definitely hybrids between 
good QA and bad QA, starting off as bad into good, uh, is the, the best example of QA of being internal, external, and your consumer is No Man's Sky. Has I feel like that's like the Great best. Example. Yeah, because it started off with being bad because it's like it had a deadline it needed to go out and like there was nothing they could have done being a indie studio being published by a major first party uh like being published by playstation they had problems and they had breakage and they just didn't have the right qa at the right time and then slowly but surely they uh, through a labor of love they they were not essentially trying to look for more money out of this because they didn't they didn't make more expansions and hope things would be working out through expansions they slowly but surely made the game better and like the community came together there are people playing to this day even though it was a mess at first it became great so i would say that would be a good bad into goods example yeah i mean I, that I, game I, came out yeah it came out in 2016 and they're still dropping updates for it you know oh yeah and it's and it's become at this point it's become like a a, a evolution game like the, a lot of people talk about like um the peter malignahu malignahu whatever uh fables games or like black and white or like any of those games that are supposed or even like uh spore or whatever that the game is supposed to be like evolutionary games that last yep, the test yep. of time none of those games have lasted any sort of real test time, of time beard physics yeah exactly none of those games and, and i don't think there's any uh, other example i've been on no man's sky since the inception uh i was a fan by put 700 hours into the baseline where you couldn't do anything but keep going from star system to star system to star system and now they have a whole like destiny styled like mission structure and all this other crazy stuff that i can't get back into that game star because i sort of uh, uh burned myself out with the amount of hours that i put into the original first three years while it was just a dead sort of uh uh, uh, uh cult game but um I don't think that there's ever going to be another example of a game that sort of does that. The, the other close example would be like Among Us, that it like died at, at inception and got resurrected through streamers and all this other stuff. But um, for for uh, Lance, do you know of any other like it, it sort of game that sort of flopped and then sort of came back through like updates because of QA? I mean, Cyberpunk is sort of doing that no, now, but not even I can't even put it at that because I think I'm done. I think we're done at I'm the done. moment. Yeah, not yet. Yeah, I can't. What, what? Yeah, I, I can't think of anything. And I, I and the, the funny thing about you know, I'm glad that No Man's Sky was brought up, yeah. is that there were quite a few people that really loved the game when it first came out. Like it wasn't like this, you know, uh, oh no one liked it. It's terrible. You know, this, that, and the third. Uh, because I feel like the idea of it, you know, like you could just get in a ship and you're just flying in space. There was no loading screens, yeah. you know, and you're just going planet like that in itself was just such a pleasurable experience that they did build up a lot of goodwill with people who just enjoyed that. Yeah. So, that, you that, know, if you hung around. Yeah. You know, that, I remember I remember you enjoyed it a lot, Mark. You know, it was it like, was a, it's, a, it's like I, it was like a cathartic experience. That was like the sort of like yeah. last game. That was like the. I'm gonna go home after a long day and just jump from star system to star. You weren't really finding much. You were finding a lot of like dupes of like uh, assets and all this other stuff. But uh, it was cathartic enough to be like, okay, this is 
cool. I really enjoy this. Um, I really feel that it's a good uh, uh, passage of time. I feel like I'm getting something from uh, spending time doing this. Um, but I don't think there's a, another explanation of like another game that does that well. No, I, B, I, do you I have something else in mind? No. No, I, I think I think we uh, we do a quick uh, quick segment of like what games do we feel like are. Uh, I, I feel like when we talk about bad games, I think we need to talk about either ones that are present, uh, okay. not uh, like they have been patched, and essentially they have to be like if we if we were to give examples, I feel like we should talk about games that are uh, are bad, is bad, and will stay bad. <laughs> I think that should be our it should be our our closing uh, like a closing yeah, part yeah. of that. So I would say like again, I would think it would be like abandoned games of that sort. Uh, do okay. you guys do you guys. You guys feel like there's any games out there that, from a QA perspective, like if they if they put time into fixing the bugs, that it would it would be a much better game. Oh. I I mean I I mean honestly, what we brought up about I mean you guys can look it up. I'll just fill time. Uh, yeah. I would say, if from a QA perspective, we still can harp on Bethesda, like. They even though they're fixing those Fallout, games, no, but B B B B B. Those games will never be able to be fixed properly. But what those I'm trying, I know, but I'm saying is like by a QA perspective, like there are bugs, there are problems that essentially will take the player out of the game. Like yeah. it will just become a point where things that should be fixed, even though like they can't be, they should be, in respects to like, uh, there be like when you play out, like Fallout Three or Fallout Four, like even though there are great games and there are fun games i still think from a qa perspective if we just take it from how many bugs are in the game how many broken side quests broken pieces like holes and grounds like mm. those are still a mismatch like regardless of how great your producer is like they they make great games they follow three follow four are great games yeah. but by a qa perspective definitely need more love to fix things Okay, so, so uh, Lance, did you think? Okay, did you think that the jump from? I might have one. Okay, go for it. Go for it because I, I got, I'm sitting on one and I'm trying. I'm, I want to. Well, like, yeah, it, it, it's it's in that Bethesda wheelhouse, um, and okay. that's Fallout '76. Oh no! But that... <laughs> I mean, people can but, enjoy but I, those I games that... too. But I'm just, we're just saying yeah, from that perspective. I, I think it was, but, but to be fair, I think that was even beyond QA. And from what I understand, I haven't popped it in, um, but I, I believe they've wholesale changed a lot of the mechanics and some of the things then that- it's, Then it's a different hard. game. Then it's a different game, Al. Yeah. Then it's so a different I, game. I yeah, I, I can't really think of anything, but that, that was the one that popped in my head. like. Yeah, because that thing was buggy, uh, but they, they changed a lot of it anyway. But I haven't played it, so I don't want to necessarily speak on it. But go, go ahead, Mark. Okay, so my my biggest thing that I think that could be fixed, and this is gonna, this is gonna sound a little bit out of pocket. Um, I really feel that, <laughs> I really feel that anything that comes out from, uh, uh, from now on, from the Borderlands series to me has fell off. Uh -huh. That that mm. like, like I'm not trying to like stir the pot and like shit stir. I feel like they've they've gone the route. Like 
I feel like they haven't put the, the just not the QA division in total. The direction of those games have gone the route of repackaging, resurfacing, redoing all this stuff. And then they now they're coming out. Now it comes out that they're doing this movie stuff. So they're going to try and, you know, bundle in Fallout 4, uh, uh, sorry, uh, Borderlands 4 with uh, the movie, right? Do we really think that Borderlands 4, within the turnaround time that it's going to take for them to do a movie, and then what we really know with a turnaround time to make a, an efficient, really expansive, not the same experience as Borderlands 3, not an expansion to Borderlands 3, but a truly new realized Borderlands 4 would be something that would be uh, uh, possible from Gearbox. So Gearbox has a minimal track record, but I think that they get lo overlooked in that the games uh, fake a lot of the bugs. Like, oh, you're always picking up the same weapon type and you got to level up and all that other stuff, but they're not compensating for net code. They're not compensating for this. So for me, I think that uh, they're not necessarily like the worst of the worst, but I think that they're trending downward where, where they could have really uh surpassed a lot of people at this point destiny 2 has surpassed anything that borderlands is going to do with the next uh console generation uh, and that's wow. and that's real and that's real talk and i hate destiny and i sort of fell in love with destiny because of, because of playing it on stadia and that's another whole podcast but i just think mm -hmm. what they're doing what they're doing with gearbox and what they're doing with with uh uh the whole structure of borderlands is a it's a dangerous path and i know nobody's gonna be listening to me right now from uh borderlands but you heard it here first shit's gonna turn really really wild and we're gonna hear some really weird articles with the next set of borderlands content uh because they're just going mm -hmm. the route it's they're going in a direction that's not really uh conducive of of growth it's more conducive of trying to get stuff out quickly and trying to get the movie ip running or trending in some kind of positive way which is gonna negatively affect the game there it is there it is that's the hot take for you right there i i guess uh thinking about it more probably the madden series i would say because it just looks like the same game and it's buggy and i just don't understand why they can't manage the football game properly um other than because there's no competition they just know they can put the football game out and throw that madden uh sticker on it and you know people are gonna buy it because there's no other place to get you know nfl football on a console you know well they're bringing back they're supposedly bringing back the ncaa stuff which i, I yeah. just think it's gonna be it's gonna be repackaged madden but uh yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't with, know. With, 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 you know they'll take they'll like what minus ten off of all the stats, five <laughs> to ten. It'll be you know, much slower. Kids. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. I, I, I don't know. So I don't. I don't even play Madden anymore. I watch my son play, and I'm like, this is garbage. You know. <laughs> yeah, I got you. Yeah, so uh, I, I think as a as a we'll try to close this segment out with uh, some examples that we could uh, we could try to muster up here of good uh for like for the people who are listening uh through the podcast or through the stream uh i would say let's try to come up with some examples that after this podcast you guys can pick this up find it somewhere like find it in a bargain bin i would say try to find these games and then try to try to come up with your own ip ideas or opinions uh uh i would say if we want to go bottom bottom of the barrel problems with development and essentially what 
bad QA could look like. Uh, there's always been uh, from I, I hate it, for, but from Double Fine Productions, they mm-hmm. they released a game on Steam called uh, Space Base of DF9, and I I paid into that when it first came out, and mm-hmm. it it is it is abandoned. They they gave up on that game, and it's wow. it's a it's essentially a bad game. Well, they got a track record with the uh, the Chalice game, that weird Chalice game. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, that massive Chalice game. Uh, yeah, that that I mean, they have a track record of just doing running running bandos, running for the quick, you know, plateau, and then just it dive bombs. There's no dovetail yeah. on them. Business strategy wise, it's not really in their wheelhouse to do that. They're just trying to promo for Psychonauts or any of their real first party internal mm. dev stuff. They're not trying to like get new IPs up and flying, and and they just ban those stuff. So eh, that's no surprise to me. You guys um, have any other uh, good or bad recommendations? Bargain, bargain, good bargain bin stuff. Or uh, I mean, it could like- be anything. I would just I I just say if you guys want to make your own opinion, don't don't take our recommendation to pay full price or spend way too much money on it. I just said if you have a time, take it, take the money, go look at it. Form your own opinion. Maybe send it our way. Uh, we'll leak we'll leak our email at the end of this uh, podcast about it. Yeah, uh, Lance, you got any sort of like hot hot takes with the uh, games that people should check out, even though they might be looked at as sort of uh, uh, cursed by Tassie? <laughs> Again, let's not make let's not make enemies on our first <laughs> podcast. Come on. No, 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 I'm good. Nobody knows who we're talking oh. about. <laughs> I mean, because I know the price is reduced, and I know it's uh, you can get it on PlayStation Plus. I would encourage anyone that hasn't played Control um, okay. to go mm-hmm. pick that up. Okay. Yeah. That's uh, cool. And actually, shout out to Remedy. They're they're uh, another. You know, they're pretty solid uh, QA wise. Don't have any. You know, when they because they don't come out like every year. No, they every, take like know, they like take like six. They take their years. time. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out, shout out to Remedy. You know, but Control uh, was that 2018. That was my favorite game that came out in 2018. And uh, okay. you, can, you can practically get it for free now. You know, uh, yeah, PlayStation Plus, or it's very much reduced price. Okay. Actually, okay, but, uh, uh, Google has told me 2019. Oh yeah, so 2019. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah. We're 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 taking oh, yeah, a year. We're we're going yeah, a year back because of the, the pandemic. Right. Is yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. Three right. years already. Yeah, the pandemic yeah, is three years yeah, already. That threw, that threw, yeah, that threw me off. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, B. Yeah. Uh, I would uh, say uh, uh, just to to piggyback off of good games. Uh, I know this has probably said a lot, and it's in Game Awards. I would say the easiest one. I would say it looks great, does great QA. Don't do it. Don't you don't know what I'm gonna write that. No. No, I'm gonna. I'm going to say. Hades. Oh. Oh. oh but you know what's funny about? I thought you were gonna say Doom, so you said Hades. Doom. No. Like, <laughs> no. 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 I would say. I would say Hades. I would say that one. Uh, as. Okay. As QA. As QA in and of itself. Uh, it, there's no bugs. There's. There's. There's, 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 there's no real. It's a great game. Transistor, bro. That shit is a transistor clone. Okay, 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 fine. Okay. Listen, listen to me, okay? I dig it. I played it. It's great. Whatevs. Here's the thing. Give us, give, give us your Risk, Risk of Rain 2. Okay. Is my, you gotta look at this game and you gotta give it more depth. 
Okay. Would you That's say that has bad. great QA? Is there bugs? Is there risk bugs? Of rain, risk of rain too. You gotta, you risk gotta get, right. you gotta give that game. And once again, I would have never played that game on any other console if it wasn't for playing it on Stadia. Okay. Okay. I'm not, I'm not gonna be a Stadia sort of like stand, but there's plenty of stuff but you that are I can't off cam, No, no, off, off cam, maybe. <laughs> But I'm still, I'm still, I'm still holding tight. The internal dev stuff, we can have another conversation. I had a podcast about it earlier uh, uh, with the Super Nintendo. I mean, there's plenty of other segments we could pull out of this yeah, yeah, too. Yeah. yeah, But, but Risk of Rain Two is top-notch roguelike, uh, top-notch QA done for that game for the for a team that's less than ten. The team, the, the whole dev team is less than ten, and they put out something that can compete mm. with and should have gotten more attention than any sort of transistor clone that they came out with for Hades, okay? So for me, I dig it. It's all gravy. It's an indie game, blah, 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 game of, indie game of the year, whatever. But uh, yeah, indie game. But for me, Risk of Rain 2, Risk of Rain 2, IMHO is uh, a better sort of bang for your buck and a better time served sort of piece of content. That's just my two cents. <clears throat> I'm not hating on Hades. I'm not hating on Hades. I dig it, but it's also a little bit fluffed up okay. for no reason. If I can just uh, like two minutes on this, I want to ask you guys because I've seen a lot about this game, but um, I, I don't have an opportunity to play it yet. But Disco Elysium. Uh yeah, uh yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll end it on this uh, this part of the conversation. But Disco Elysium, from what I've heard, I again, this is my opinion from people who have played it. It is a okay. it is it is a good game. It is a definitely one of those top down story building, world building type of games. And uh, from what I understand, the gameplay is much more like XCOM in respects, where like yeah yeah, yeah, yeah you want to yeah. you're you're doing turns and you're doing damage, but a lot of it is it's it's a crazy narrative with crazy world building with crazy characters that you want mm. to figure out what's going with. So if you if you're into that type of stuff, uh, it would Thank be recommended. You. Okay. Okay. Thanks. I'll check that out. Okay. Uh, uh, you guys have any closing remarks of what we talked about today, or should we just go straight the plug and stuff? Uh, I deny everything that I said today. So <laughs> all of what we said is strictly we're opinion. The, we're hitting the, we're hitting the sweet spot, and we'll raid someone. We'll raid someone real quick with people if people are still on. Uh, I, I thank you to Lance, first and foremost, to ourselves for making some time out on a busy Saturday to take an hour and 20 minutes to talk trash and uh, and to try and get this thing popping. Um, I really appreciate you guys. Uh, it's been a long time coming and it's going to grow organically. It's going to be really, really fun. And uh, I look forward to doing this, uh, hopefully on a weekly basis, if not on a biweekly basis. Uh, and having it organized with a little bit of background music, uh, DMCA free. Um, we'll yeah. try what we can. This is first podcast. No, we, no, we can't. We can. Trust me, we can. We're we'll gonna be try. A, we're gonna be a, uh, that. That's that track that we played in the beginning. You could play literally on a loop, uh, uh, on low throughout the whole pod. Um, Don't worry, I'm paying for all the fines. Don't worry. <laughs> Whatever music you want to play, go for it. Um, so, uh, Lance, did you have anything that you want to plug or anything that you wanted to talk about? We got the, we got the Illmatics, we got all the other stuff. So hey. go plug it, plug away, man. Hey, listen. Well, first of all, I want to shout you two fine men out. You know, you both know I love you guys. You know, and it was my pleasure to be here, help be a part of this. And um, 
yeah, I look forward uh, to continuing this in the future. But want to hang out with me in the meantime, or you want to support the cause, whatnot, head on over to PowerMove763.com. Got the illest merchandise, HBCU theme. Got like Illmatic periodic tables. Got represent the one and only Howard University. HU, oh, yeah. you know? You know? Yeah. <laughs> All day, every day, you know. Head on over there, powermove763.com. Yeah, this has all been uh, kind of been scrounged together to get the first podcast, but uh, we'll try to get these links all set up and spread away so everyone can have their little plugs at the bottom. And uh, hopefully by the time you guys hear this podcast, you go over to the stream and you'll just look straight below. Or we'll have it on the podcast where you'll just pull it out and you'll, yeah, we'll you'll have find the other stuff. stuff. Yeah. We'll have anchor stuff and we'll have a whole bunch of stuff. Um, my plugs, you already know, just hit salami attack and you already know what I'm trying, what I'm plugging. Uh, we're working to change the, the dynamic of games, uh, through our platform and through streaming and through podcasting and through, uh, in independent development and content creation. Uh, so yeah, just hit me, hit me on, hit me on discord at salami attack or on any of my socials, the, this podcast, uh, which was totally uh uh managed executive produced by brian caragazella Lil, Lil b, b the base the base lord Lil b uh we got uh quality assured underscore on ig and then all the other subcategories we're gonna have uh, all the other socials on a link tree and all the other stuff yeah we'll uh, figure in, this all out in the chat in the chat below uh we hope to bring this to a bunch of people we're gonna raid uh another ch- another uh, another stream going live on twitch uh because we like to support streamers as well but yeah this was great guys i really appreciate this man i sobered up during this whole conversation i don't get the, i don't get to plug anything is that what's happening mark i don't get to no, plug, anything. plug yourself bro don't don't plug yourself but plug, plug yourself i will plug absolutely nothing other than that tv into a wall to play video games that's the only thing <laughs> i'm right. plugging in <laughs> uh i have socials i love you guys i have one social and you and if you guys want to find it, you can find it. Other than that, that's all I am. I I have one Twitter account, and that is True Day Dread. And if you find posts on there, you will find very little because I don't social. So <laughs> you guys will, follow will. everyone else on this stream. He has a burner account, y'all. He got, he he got 17 burner. He got 17 burner Reddits. Hey, yo, B, uh, I, I posted in the Discord uh, the, the raid that we should go into just with the follows. Oh, I can't that. wait for trying to do this without breaking what we no, have you won't you won't as oh long yeah as I did. Do it, as long as you do it in obs on the chat you'll be able to do it just hit that hit the command slash raid and then use the name that i just uh, okay uh, here let me start the recording so uh see you later everybody uh we're gonna end the recording here and then uh i hope you guys have a great weekend peace out later later man